Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Fireteam Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Joining me in the studio is Brian Malkowitz, or CJ Gibson. What's up? Not in the studio. And Fran's second place hey. here. Bella. Oh, okay. right off the bat. Not even the Glad bridge. to be back. Glad. Nothing's changed, I, I see. I'm just joking around, man. It is excellent to have you on the show today. Thank uh, you, yeah. We miss you a lot. Yeah. E3, it's been great seeing everyone. And uh, honestly, I've been wanting to get back on Fireteam Chat with you guys, but... On Friday, it's just a tougher day, so we'll, we'll make it happen. A little bit, for sure. Back so we had Bungie here at E3. We talked to him a little bit. We did a live show segment. We talked about Shadowkeep. We talked about a ton of stuff about how your saves are going to work. We're going to show that at the end of the show. Let's kind of talk about all the news that's come out of E3, starting with our impressions of Shadowkeep, what we've learned. CJ, not much, right? Well, that's the thing. I feel like they really gave us a lot of info on that June 6th Vidoc. Yeah, the Vidoc yeah. info dump. And it, but so it is interesting to see them come to E3 and actually really not have a stage presence. They didn't have anything, uh, you know, playable, which is weird. It's the first time that's been the situation for Bungie. In a yeah, lot it's of funny. Years, you right? said it, impressions. I was like, wait, I didn't think anything's playable, right? It was yeah, just, we played the whole thing. You know, yeah, yeah you weren't there. They invited <laughs> everybody. Yeah, trials is back. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, so that was that was what was interesting about it. And, and now, having said that. Um, you know, you'll play the interview after. We didn't get tons of information from them directly, and that's because a lot of stuff is in development. So I, I gotta make sure to let people know that when people say, you know, oh, why didn't you guys ask this, that, and everything, live production is very difficult, and we only had a window of time with them, and it's there, very fast. There's a very short window. There was a point window. in my ear, I think yeah. you or Dan were like three minutes. I was like, yeah, well, yeah, uh, it's CJ, like, shut up. You know, we're not, we're not, <laughs> we need yeah. to go rapid we're fire in a live like environment, now. and when we yeah. go yeah. live, you know, we have to keep to a schedule, otherwise, like, people get upset, sponsorships go crazy, yeah. and yeah. we have to cut out when we have to cut out. But my guess is, I've seen them on some other interviews, like they were at the Coliseum with Can't Keely, and yeah. truth is, it wouldn't matter what you ask them, is Trials come back, when is Destiny 3, yeah. is there going to be another expansion next year? We're not talking about that. We're not talking about it. Or they, there's they, they all, there's, there's only so many times that we really only want to hear that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. Or them turn it into an answer of a question you're not even asking. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's like I don't want to, we know what those answers are going to be. And we don't, we, We've got a not, lot of the answers we wanted about like the fact that we have to pick one of our saves yeah. on one of our platforms and that will be our master save, yeah. right? Yeah. So, which child are you murdering? <laughs> wow. And Ooh. which are you keeping? I'm just choosing not. your favorite child. At, at this Xbox, my Xbox, my Xbox character is gone. Yeah. yeah. I ended it at like 300 something. I yeah. didn't get through Curse of Osiris all the way, and it, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I think I'm just going to keep the PC character. It sucks though that we lose that legacy from D1 and D2. It right? races it sort of like. Well, we We're never not really sure. got it yeah. with how Destiny 2 launched. On right? PC. And so, that's the yeah. issue. And so for me, 
um, I was debating on whether or not I wanted to take my PS4 character and get him up to that point because mm. I have a lot of that year one stuff and all of, obviously all of Destiny 1 that carried over. Mm. Like all of my characters, all my you know visual aesthetic stuff, right? And all, <laughs> you get I'm nervous? I'm just thinking about this. Exactly. You're right. Because I, I have I know, the I emblem, but like, I would yeah. never wear it. I don't think... Emblems don't matter. Exactly. Nobody wears... Yeah. You wear them once, then you... By the time yeah. you find a new design you like, you're like, you swap it out and I, then you don't think about it again. Yeah. yeah. I think it would be different if I could have like worn my ornament from Wrath of the Machine and that was one of the year one get or Destiny One gifts you brought for. We don't have anything like that, right? Like yeah. there's nothing other than emblems and some triumphs or something, right? Or so yeah. it's it's not really that much. So no, I'm not gonna not. go all the way back to something I haven't played in a year and a half. Like Absolutely. that was my PS4 version. Yeah. Um, Where do you definitely. spend more money at the Eververse, Fran? No, it doesn't really matter. I know I you bought that <laughs> Iron Banner. You exactly. Yeah, that's on my PC. I have that little Iron Banner action. That's the only major thing yeah. that I've really got. I had to buy the, so I had to buy the Dragon's Breath looking sparrow. I forget what it's called. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I need that sparrow. Yeah. But it is persistent across all platforms. So yes. if you, so like on these trips now, CG, I can bring my standard PS4 and just work on the stuff. I don't have to borrow your rig or whatever. Yeah. But you, but you yeah. do need to buy all four copies or whatever yeah. you know services yeah. it's on. Yeah. So yeah, that's for a lot of people. That's a hard pill to swallow. I'm glad they have like the $40 bundle that you can get right now, but as we go forward into Shadowkeep, we have a $35 Shadowkeep mm -hmm. expansion, but for the full year of content, it's much more pricey. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think they're going to obviously talk about some of those things in greater detail as, you know, the, the month and the game evolves. That's one of those things I wanted to mention. People did that with data as well, too. Like, you know, there's I've watched a bunch of the interviews. I watched the Vidoc, I, you know, the live stream. I, I saw the Coliseum interviews. There's a bunch of information out there there's only so much time, and when people are like, oh, you know, because even they said in the comments, you know, ask this, ask that, you know, there's are some times where we get a chance to ask them just before the interviews, and rather than having a situation where we just ask them, oh, what about trials, what about this, you didn't ask that, we don't want to have an interview for 20 minutes with them just saying, can't answer. So that's rather than that's, that's, that's honestly almost what yeah. we got, because they're always going to answer with a long-winded like they're gonna give a yeah. long-winded answer that's something you just don't want to hear. Yeah. Is trials and so development. Well, well, you know, trials is a storied franchise. We've <laughs> yeah. always enjoyed it. We hear we, the we PvP players out there as they yeah. respond to us. But yeah, we've but it, heard the feedback <laughs> from the community. But it was great to have them on. And what was cool is they basically did say that at near Gamescom, which is going to be just a month before launch, they would like to talk to us again, and they'll yeah. have a bunch yeah. more to reveal. Uh, you know, because that'll be basically yeah, that'll be within a couple weeks. Yeah, before the event launches. Yeah, I wonder if. Yeah, they said you had to beat the raid though by that time. So. Oh, he has none yet. <laughs> yeah, that's me now. Oh, it's not this and you anymore. Making fun he's of he's you now. Like CJ's always trailing behind. Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. only a few hours after. Thing, you know, <laughs> well, within the first out. week, you're good because then you qualify for the raid jacket. If you if you don't qualify for the raid jacket, that means CJ, you're slacking. That's right. CJ won't get the raid jacket. No, he can't. Uh, no, he's he Today's Wednesday, right? Reset already happened. Yeah. My wife is you know having a birthday. Got three kids. You know, hopefully Bungie factors that in. You know. Wait, hold on. How many? Hold on. Hold on. The power. Per hour the time you uh, on have camera, to play God. Yeah. On camera, how many of your wife's birthdays have you missed for E3? This is literally, I think, the eighth one. I wow. brought her out to wow. two of them. I won't say how old she's turning. It's a pretty big milestone. Yeah. Uh, but she's actually coming in tomorrow. 16, We're going to spend some time in, 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 in LA, Universal Studios, and all that stuff. So, yeah. I've, oh, she's coming down. Yeah, she's awesome. going to come down to LA for a little bit. Thank but I've God missed a she lot. Doesn't watch the show. Thank you so much, sweetie. Uh, she's a great wife. I apologize. Wife to put she's up with she's you. been doing good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. CJ, you were really excited about the new emotes. Yes. I am pretty stoked that I'm going to be able to uppercut oh, the finishers. Fatalities. Yes. No, I'm calling them fatalities. I did that finishers. today. Yeah. yeah. 
I was like, new emotes? Where is this? It sounds but, like there's going to be a But Bungie did use, I think, I think it was Scott Taylor who used that language, right? He or called Deej. them, he DJ. or DJ, called them combat emotes. Yes, yeah. something like um, that. I kind of I get that. Because I didn't, we, I, I want to know, yeah, it's probably what you're asking, go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. I want to know oh, how go. were they no. able okay. to actually perform them? Is it only one per character? Exactly. Or you have to That's the question that you need I to. did ask. He did. I skirted away. No, no, no. He kind of said it seems like you'll map one, and then you can swap it out. It seems like. But what most people want to know, right, is can you do them at any time, and how does that work on an enemy that yes. you're killing? Like, I don't understand I how it works. Finishers when yeah. you finish the enemy. So it applies the last bit of damage. You have to predict it. You see what I'm getting at? Yes. Like, remember Halo Reach? You could you could I, implement I heard them, and that. you could like hold the button, and then it would execute it. I just played Halo Reach on PC, and I'm guessing it's going to be right. It'll be that a context. Yeah. You'll come up. You'll have the opportunity yeah. to use it. Hold Maybe. X or but I was wondering yeah. if it was like every time or. But yeah. uh, I'm excited about. It. I mean, you know, more Let's style see. in the world. I yeah. think. Whatever. I mean, I'm way more excited about many other things than I am a combat With finisher. But it was nice to see some actual like new gameplay mechanic pro progression. Yeah. Because I do feel like we're in this zone with Destiny. It's like, you know, we're on year three now, right? We're going to be going into it for Shadowkeep, right? Yeah. That'll yeah. be the start of year three. And like, also Destiny 2 is very based on Destiny 1, meaning mechanically, the game hasn't changed um, in the core mechanics. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? PC was one of the biggest upgrades. So I I'm happy to see there's some new things like that um, in there. So. Eris is back. She's tripping balls Heck and sending yes. all these hallucinations your way. <laughs> yeah, apparently she's she making you on balls. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. like going on a bad acid trip with you along the way. Fingertips on the surface of her mind are yeah. going crazy yeah. this yeah. time yeah. around. I out it was this. LSD on the surface yeah. of her mind. <laughs> I love this implementation of the moon and how they make it extra scary. Like how are yeah. you guys feeling like board. going into all these I think images from D1? Just like just like CJ said, like moon was like the best. Like the best patrol space in, yeah. in Destiny, like aesthetically, right. like Days. healing. Oh my god, that <laughs> yeah. just reminds. Now you're just like putting me back to all those that grind for the exotic swords. Exactly, yeah. man. But yeah, but no, the, the moon is like like probably the best play space in Destiny. Um, just why, aesthetically with the horror. Yeah, why horror. was that? Was it just the aesthetic of it's something aesthetic, we could relate you know, to that was almost yeah, yeah, just, real to us? Yeah, it's it's that is because like when you when you get put on the moon because the moon is like the first place yeah. you go to. Outside, um, outside, outside, outside of outside of we've woken yeah. the hive, woke in the the hive. hive. And it was like, the best and farming like, spot it immediately was. it evokes this like there's so much that has happened here like you know in history that we know that's just this deep mystery yeah it's got that horror aesthetic to it it is it, it's just a great yeah it had a good vibe yeah, yeah. Uh, fogoth i mean when you remember about that strike in fogoth where he's tied up and and that yes. was also the um the part, boss I, I do not want to know what is down there <laughs> exactly yeah. and all the text and language that went along with that that was the thorn quest strike as well too or when you when you acquired thorn down you there you had to kill the wizard yeah, yeah to kill the wizard yeah. he didn't have to finish the strike so there's a bunch of stuff that was really cool i think and just yeah like i said so many times now I'm repeating myself because I say it in the um, in the interview I, I never feel afraid in any location in Destiny but the moon and the Dreadnought a little bit made me feel yeah, a little creepy. bit afraid of the enemies and like the challenge that they provided so yeah I guess so. it's funny like I'm definitely excited to go back and see how it's changed it's twice as big they said right yeah and oh, it's also they, they changed said that. yeah twice so as the big. map wow. is twice okay. as big and it's morphed you know in the sense that like maybe the old spaces have new things we know it's got that big what are they calling it the the big Level. new cathedral or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a cathedral that's there now. And so I'm very excited to see what that looks like, you know? Um, yeah. Cause like, I feel it'll be very different than when we went back to what for wrath and we went back to the Cosmodrone. Yeah. Is that where it was? But right. Just they just expanded, yeah, yeah, yeah. expanded it a little bit. I think it'll be a lot more than that. Yeah. Hopefully. I can't wait to go back, 
spike quota with a bunch of blueberries have no clue what the f they're doing. It looks yeah. like you're going to fight and quota. And I'm just in typing in chat. Yeah, it looks like <laughs> you're going to fight quota in a whole different way. So it's not like we're going back into that raid, right? It mm -hmm. just looks like it's it looks all, like a new area where you're fighting quota. Well, you're still yeah. going to have to drop his shield so he kneels in some fashion, right? Do you remember? You remember the public events in uh, Oryx's ship? Yeah, oh, yeah the fanatic. And like nobody knew what to do. Yeah. And I, I'm like couldn't type, but I'm like, please drop the shield first. <laughs> that I love yeah, that. I'm trying to read in, that. in Court of Oryx. In Court of Oryx, and you, it was the third round, oh, and sure. it rotated on a weekly basis. I loved getting Crota there because it was this weird encounter that was yeah, a hybrid of what it was. But then yeah, you you would have random people coming up, and you're right, not knowing what they're doing, and you're like, hey, kill them. So yeah. did you guys already talk about you know on the previous show or whatever about how you feel about it being the moon versus we got in Dreaming City, a brand new space? Did you already go through that whole? Yeah, we did. So well, moving on. <laughs> oh wow! No, uh, the moon's the moon's really cool to have back. But Fran, to be honest, Venus was probably my favorite location. Mm. I really, really liked just the architecture, and that's where we entered Vault, Vault of Glass, right? Yeah. So, so visually, that's one of my favorite spaces. We are going to get to see Black Garden again. The rain. Yeah, but that's, yeah, that's a big deal. I, I don't mind that they're bringing back this space. Yeah. But if they continue this, and this is like all the experience right. through the years, just bringing D one into D two, I think some people would be kind of like, oh, bumped. But for sure. We also don't know what their vision of the moon is going to exactly. be. It sounds like mm. it's going to be very Especially when they're doubling the size of it, too. Yeah. I mean, we're yeah. getting so much more than just vanilla D1 moon. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I feel like it's born out of the commentary of, like, when you bring a weapon back, it's like, well, you're just bringing back old stuff, so it yeah. feels like they're rehashing. It's like, well, wait. But they're always bringing it back with something new. Hopefully that is not the case, right, is that it truly, yeah, feels transformed. It feels new. And I'd be more than happy to go to the moon for the reasons you guys yeah. mentioned. Mostly helium filaments. Mostly helium filaments. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly that. What, what about you, Siege? How are you feeling? Just that entrance, uh, they showed it now in the Vidoc where there's that chasm and it's like the railroad track that you're, you'd always go on to find oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's that spot where yeah. you're walking by, they're doing the flyby, and you know that the entrance to where you spawn, like, I don't know how often I would farm yeah. in that little area in a circle. It's where you first encounter the captains in order to enable your sparrow. Yeah. And um, yeah, so just iconic. seeing that, it's very iconic. And, and I love that. I love the little flashback nuggets. I'm a very nostalgic person, so I, I am excited about it's it. It's also the little things too, like looking into the sky and like seeing like a broken, just destroyed International Space Station. Yeah. You know, super close to the moon was a really cool look too. Yeah. yeah. It's a small thing, but I love that they show the cutscene of your, your Jet flying in and you dropping in that. down. Yeah. And I'm like, did we get that? Yeah. On, the, on like Dreaming City and everything? We did for Dreaming City. Like, yeah, there's, there's always there's the, things the happening. The intro mission yeah. has something like that. Yeah, but I yeah. actually really, really like that subtlety yeah. that was in Destiny 1. And I, I'm glad to see it back for the intro to this mission. I mean, as you say that, like, we don't know what the Cosmodrome is going to look like, but that first level in the Cosmodrome with all the. For new light, you mean? Yeah, for new yeah, light with, sure. you know, the. the you know, the uh, barren wasteland, sort of all the vehicles and stuff like that. That's also very iconic. Oh, so just yeah. to get that back. That was, get that yeah, back, but though, like, they haven't, like, talked about whether or not, like, veteran players are going to be able to, to, I was just to, to bring go out. there because that, that's going to be gonna a, want it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, as someone who's played Destiny so much, I want to do that mission, but do I have to delete a character to do that? I no, just no. create a new account, Brian. It's yeah. free. No. Yeah, that's a good point. If you, you really could. want to. You yeah, could. Yeah. It's free. You just create You're an right. account. But I mean, I could yeah. just go log into Destiny 1 it, and do that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not. Yeah. It's, well, you could. It's going to be To play that mission. It'll be different because you have all the new, new stuff. I'll do it for capture. I mean, look, the we already went back to it anyway for that one. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, what was that? Was that, was that for Thunderlord? Was that right? Thunderlord. For Thunderlord. Yeah. Yeah. So we already went back for Thunderlord, although it was uh, wintry, right? Yes. Yeah. So, But it was like very similar. We're not supposed to be here. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quarantined, as they say. Um, um, I'm yeah. curious if we're going to see the mysterious... I don't have time to explain why. Strange. Stranger. Uh, yeah. it's not, is it Stranger? It's, no, Was it's it the, the Stranger. Yeah, yeah basically yeah. they confirm that. Stranger? Yeah. 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 sister. Yeah, yeah exactly. Thanks, Teddy. Teddy, who doesn't yeah. exist off camera. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, well, there was, that, yeah. there was that thing that Luke Smith, I believe it was said a while ago, that they believed that they wrapped up her story nicely. Well, yeah, so but in they're that scene, yeah, your ship flies away and she's there. Yeah. It's going to be super I guess they're going to walk back on that. Well, I think that. I bet she's not there in the new version. That, so now that you mention that, I think that's what's weird is that I feel like we're, it's the same thing when you now go back to the first parts and play with Cade involved. Like Cade is still in all those story beats, right? Even yeah. though, you know, he's obviously not in the tower. If you go you back, play, sure. If you go back. So it is one of those things where, yeah, it's not something that you can really undo because the game is still I don't think it'll be that you know, yeah, persistent. I think, I think that's taking it too literally, right? Yeah. Like this is just letting people arrive at the Cosmodrome and get to the tower. Mm -hmm. And they've I think they've used the term, it's like a 15 minute, like I think it's a very basic like, this is why you have the ghost. Yeah. I think it's literally just, a, a, we already saw most of it and they just tweaked it a little. Here's how and so it works. What I wonder happens is it, what happens when you walk through the door you normally would go into and start fighting. Maybe you still do some of that, right? Cause they want a little intro to the gunplay, yeah. but then something's gonna happen and it's like all right well now you're gonna go to the tower guardian and like maybe you get picked up yeah, like right the, outside there because the original the the whole first mission had you go drive to that crash ship yeah. somewhere in the cosmodrome and yeah, like you found and take ship. it and take that like warp drive or whatever you're not warp drive but just an engine to put into that one you found so it's like i wonder how they so it might be similar right like just a brief intro very similar but maybe without I guess my point was it's not going to necessarily keep all the same story elements. It's literally just trying to teach you the basics of the game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They can mess around with time also. Like they could jump forward fairly quickly. Yep. Like exactly. it could be like could be like you getting your ship but then you go straight to the new tower yeah. because yeah. the tr the tower has been Yeah, I mean for all we know, yeah, maybe it does take place way back then. Like Guardian and we they need you give right you now and the tower's under yeah. attack. Well, maybe oh, they give you that would be a good way to do yeah. it. It's like your that tower's under attack, so that's where like you have that oh, yeah. scene in a um, You're never going to go to the old tower at some Right, like. right, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You only go to the destroyed Unless tower. Unless sometime maybe Shadowkeep brings it back. We'll see. Well, yeah. Yeah. you want to go do the zero hour mission. Yeah. So I, I think that's honestly some of the reason why they eliminated the ability to play those over again. Like in Destiny 2, you really cannot play the campaign over again unless you did Ikora's Memories. And even then, I think they brought just some of them back in. Now, what was the little event that was the very, you know... Oh, you're talking about those Solstice of Heroes. Yeah, Solstice of Heroes. They yeah. gave you the option to kind of redo them again. So it does seem odd if you could go back and play these moments when, oh, now Kate is alive again. Yeah, but well, it's we've the same way them and taken them from it's the, the same thing though when we replay strikes or patrols and you still get Cade's voice it, it, in some of those. It is, but it is like that in a way, and I, I don't know if that's why. I'm just saying it's it, it's unfortunate that in some ways you cannot play some of those ones again from the director and pick them just the way you did in Destiny One, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so talking about New Light, we're kind of like going on about the Cosmodrome. I'm curious. How do you guys feel about all the new guardians that are going to get access to a very large swath of content for no cost? Yeah, I think it'll fine. be good for the community, and I'm going to be interested to see how that a la carte mode does work. They described it a little bit in our interview, but I still don't feel like I have a good grasp of the pricing structure right. of it, and I'm a little concerned. You mean like getting forsaken? Like if you just want to do the raid, so you buy the raid, right? I don't but think it'll like, be that. I don't think it'll be that. that I, mean, I don't think it'll be. They that. said a la carte. A la carte. I think they meant like there's no want. like annual pass to where you you can buy, you know, season of opulence. You can buy season of the drifter, black armor. 
Yeah. Yeah. I like not, when they said a la carte, I assumed that's like what I assumed, a DLC pack. It's not well, gonna be you hang on, it's not gonna be you can buy the raid or you can buy a strike or you can buy this. I don't think. It sounds like what they're saying is within Warmine as well as Osiris, mm -hmm. those things initially were packaged together. You can like always this, buy those separately. You can buy, buy them separately, that's but what my I was point thinking. is it was cheaper to buy them together. I just think there was and, yeah. and then it was like the, the annual pass, it was it's cheaper to buy it together. But they're basically right. saying now they don't tie into each other the same way that they did this last time because mm -hmm. you did need to really buy them or play them in order to do some of the other things in the next right. one. Yeah, yeah. here's my theory. Shadowkeep is going to be the line in the sand, and the only way to power progress past 750 is going to be Shadowkeep. Yes. Mm -hmm. So theoretically, you're not going to need any of that stuff, and it's only going to be a sort of experience that you can, sure. yeah, experiential, where like it's not necessarily powering. Yeah, you I think absolutely. Like, yeah. Or if you want that raid set from an old raid, you can buy it, but that's the only reason you can really experience it. But there are probably going to we'll be see. some game modes and types that are going to entice people to get it because if you think of. Um, you know, Iron Burden, which they put into Iron Banner, and then mm -hmm. if they make if they bring trials back, or if they bring these other activities, yeah. if you don't have access to that, you can maybe only get to the certain power level. Menagerie is maybe a decent example. And menagerie maybe, but if you're mm -hmm. not able to potentially progress to the new light cap limit, you are going to potentially be, you know, light light forced into wanting maybe to upgrade and get to that max. Well, that's level. a really good question, though. Where would that come up? So if Shadow Keeps got it's got the new dungeon, it's got a new raid, it's got new missions. Like, you won't have access to any of that, so that's right. where the new light's at. What do you think would be left behind from right now, Season of Everything Opulence? Everything up to 750. But probably. like, use Season of Opulence as an example. They're gonna get, I believe, they're gonna get the power boost up to, um, what's it gonna be by then, 740 or something? So they're gonna get a 740 power surge bounty. Mm -hmm. So they can be, I believe, 740. Max power? I believe. So well, meaning max power today, I'm, September, that's going to change. So we're, we're speculating, though. But meaning max power yeah. today is 750, right? I'm assuming it'll go to 800, maybe? Probably. Let's just it's a large expansion. Don't they usually bring it up to about Sometimes 100? Sometimes higher, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it'll go to 850. But yeah, just for sake of discussion. Do we know that? If, I don't know. New uh, light works up to Forsaken, except by Forsaken. So we have Teddy in the so background. Yeah, but that's so not like, like Teddy so doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. They'll go up to like 600 in New Light. Then. No, but time out though, but that's where I think that's where I was going with this. We don't know what the light will now be. Yeah. Yeah. It's New Light, right? So <laughs> I, what I'm speculating on is that the light, like meaning you don't need the light to play through all that. That's to... You can do any of the content with the new blueberries who are entering with New Light. That's what they said. They're yeah. trying to break down those barriers. Yeah. So yeah. your light for most activities is going to be less impactful. Yeah, and, and, so. and that's good, I guess, but it's weird because I did like the fact that your Iron Banner and Trials initially was impacted by light. There was a motivating reason to play for those things and to get new drops and to have a power increase from mm -hmm. playing those activities. So. But, but for the sake of discussion, I yeah. think maybe it's a good example, right? We're in Season of Opulence. Menagerie's a brand new, really cool activity. It's going to be on the map. It will be a la carte in some way. We don't know exactly how. It's part of Forsaken. So, if I see that, I'm like, man, I really want to try Menagerie. It's, it's there, but it's locked. And it says, you need the Forsaken whatever, or you need yeah. Season of Opulence. Go to the store. Yeah. So it's going to tell you, and then you're like, okay. But it better be on your menu also. I yeah. better not have to like go to the tower, Hopefully. go to a robot, open I mean, the store. I'm yeah. sure they're figuring uh, a lot of that out. Yeah. But my question is, well, where other than that do you think yeah. you would need light for? Like, in other words, I just can't Raids. imagine where you would Okay, yeah, so. Gambit Prime. Yeah. But, but this is my example. If I'm playing, um, if I buy the expansion, I'll probably already be 740 from the power surge bounty, mm -hmm. won't I? We don't know that, right? But I think, in other words, I'll already be 740, so I could just hop in. You, you only get the power surge bounties if you have an annual pass. Yeah. Yeah. 
So what do you think the light is before that? That's what we don't know. The, these it's are like six fifty. These this are some is, good this is the Well, new light. Yeah. If new this light's going up for Forsaken, then yeah. It would be yeah. And, and do we know that though, or we don't? We don't. We don't. Think we they do. haven't we have spit no that idea. specifically. They, so could, they might set they a could, light. They could cap it at three hundred. We just don't know that. Yeah. These are all the things that I think that once. Because again, think about yeah, PC migration and they they, they, they did say there's a it's lot of stuff get that messy. yeah, there's a lot of stuff they're trying to figure out and the communication communication message in the next month month and a half is going to need to be very specific. I might wait like a month or two after they initiate cross saves to start doing it just in case. Yeah, something happens. oh yeah. god, and like yes, people start merging their accounts over and things are getting deleted in spots where they don't want them to. We also have the problem of we're moving from Bnet to Steam now, and yeah. how is that going to work? How are how are your friends' gamer tags going to change? Are you going to lose your friends because all your friends? This is actually tied to your Bnet. Yeah, and you how, probably are going to have to. How yeah, that's yeah, all going to, you know, yeah. transition over? Like, yeah. I'm probably going to be starting fresh on Steam. Yeah, and they did say that there's a lot of like tech stuff in behind the scenes to work out, so it's a smooth experience. That was one of the things that Mark and Luke said actually. I yeah. think in the first part Wait, of their. Uh, I know I'm stuck on this power and light thing. I mean, <laughs> you, you move on. We don't. We don't light. know. I have another <laughs> another example like Nightfall. Right, they're going to have access. To, no, we don't know if that's We don't know about Nightfall. Nightfall, yeah. <laughs> so, but in other words, they'll have access to everything, and Nightfalls were in the base game, so yes, but they'll probably be locked out of specific yeah, missions. Maybe there will be. Or they could be. No, they, could be. Only they will have access to Nightfall because they have access to all the strikes. But some Seemingly, of the Nightfalls are Forsaken and on. Well, actually, no, never mind. They that's said they'll have access to all the strikes, they'll have access to Gambit and Gambit Prime. It's not going to be like, oh, you want to have access to that. They didn't say Nightfall activities, but. Anyway, where I'm going with that, I just wanted to you know, close my thought, which I actually do think they're going to make it easier than we're painting it. I really don't think light is going to relate to expansions, personally. I feel like... I just want to see it. I want to see it yeah. and understand but you're right, that they, infrastructure. They, on the basis of the raids, they have to do something that it would be very confusing to, to you know, the required light levels. But, um, but yeah, I think they're going to make it simpler, and whether you're 700 or 740, or I feel like they'll just give you that now. Yeah. Yeah, not a lot of info here, but I think the only other thing that I could really discuss, we talked about cross-save. Mm -hmm. um, we know we don't have cross-play yet. They dodged that question. Yep. And uh, transmogrification. Yeah, which you Whatever keep calling they're calling it. it. Yeah. They said they didn't yeah. use that term, but that's what it is. It seems like they're they also like, didn't call it. It seems like they're almost acknowledging that it's almost basically the same thing, <laughs> yeah. but they're just staying away from that term. Yeah. So there's there's a bunch of questions that we had, like you know, is elimination three or four, and then um, yeah, what do the new stats on the armored gear? How does that progress? We did ask some of those I mean, just in the background, like intellect, strength. discipline, strength. Like how does that affect year one gear? They just are really in the midst of development right now. And again, we I read everybody's questions of stuff that, hey, ask yeah. this. We did kind of ask them behind the scenes, but again, the fact that they can't talk about it, you'd literally just have a 25 minute show of us asking the questions yeah, we that, can't we, say that we yeah. saw you ask, but then it'd just be like, oh, we, we did can't our say best it. is what CJ's trying to yeah. say. Yeah. Are no, he's continuing I, to make excuses. No, I'm not. I just, I, <laughs> I, I believe you. Yeah, I, we get it. No, I yeah. believe you. No, but it's <laughs> really hard. <laughs> it is. It's just, it's just the amount of time that you have. We joked, we're like, yeah. was that 12 minutes already? It, and it does it go by, by really fast. It does. It does. It, there's a reason, too, that, like, honestly, that's why I wanted to double check. I haven't really heard much new news in the last Destiny week. Destiny like, 3 in like five years, you know, yeah. there is going to be a Destiny there was a 3, quote, but they're focused they on They didn't say Destiny that though, right? Didn't they, didn't they Luke, that? Luke said something like five to seven years. Like I heard a three Destiny to... Destiny a long one. Destiny 2 is going to be here for a long time. Yeah, I heard actually a three to five years, but three, again, sorry, I read yes, this on Twitter. You're right, you're right. Yeah. But if you interpret that too, oh, we want to support Destiny 2 for three to five years. That's just supporting. They still support Destiny 1. Yeah. So yeah. You, you don't know that my prediction is two years from now. That's their way of saying They're going to be leading into Destiny anymore. 3, a next-gen platform. I give, hope. Give me two two more years of Destiny 2. I think that's a, that, a good that I think is realistic. Yeah. 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 I think so. Mm -hmm. 
Is there anything else you guys want to go over? I think that's like everything we've learned at E3. Yeah. There's a lot of like little minutiae things, and we're just going to discover more in yeah. September and as we get closer. Mm-hmm. Even Guardian Con's coming around the corner in July. Yeah, exactly. And well, they said that they're going to be there as well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I, they'll so. probably have a, a little bit of an announcement. Like it seems like a pretty good schedule now because there's only a few months, and like they'll probably have a little something for that. And I think it'd be cool if they show after that yep. new light at. Guardian Con or Gamescom. I would love to see what that experience is going to be like. But yeah. then, New Light's a weird, play, weird place to bring New Light. Guardian yeah, Con? Yeah, maybe. Do you think they'll have a menagerie competition? Like, is that a... that Would that work? No. I don't think so. Gambit works, but for a head-to-head, that's a little trickier. Yeah. Menagerie. yeah. It'd be like... It'd be time-based or something. So, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, there's some new PvP modes and game types and stuff like that because, again, they, they focus on this in the Vidoc. I think what made Trials so special is because it was a different thing each weekend, a different map. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't only Trials, and it was the same game type. You oh, felt like it was a a different thing. Yeah, it was each an weekend. It was an event. It was rusted lands. Yeah, or it was something. It was fe- burning Trine for like a year. It was for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think that's the thing that made Trials special is because every weekend there was this new activity to focus on. That was probably really one of their first times creating, you know, where they're doing this with a bunch of other things now, is their bounties and all that stuff, a, a different weekend thing that you kind of got excited for. And I hope they bring something back in that yeah, capacity for the Yeah, I know PvP community, they, they especially, like, they know there's a new foundation being built and that mm-hmm. they're serious about it, but, like, we don't know what that means. Yeah. I think that's definitely, you know, people are a little bothered by that because they're worried because it has been, like, what, there's been no new map, like, in... A lifetime, it feels like. Yeah, and, yeah. Widow's Court. Um, that's good. That's coming back. Yeah, so. yeah the church map on yeah, the, the church with map. the snipers. Get good. <laughs> that was a fun trial. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was good. Trials. That was good. Yeah, that's a good map. I actually really, really like that map. Some really, really yeah. interesting sight lines, like in the middle there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from the edges, like if you get up on the stairs versus. Oh, you mean head glitching the stairs? Yeah, exactly. No, not head glitching. Oh, dude, but, yeah. I love that snipe off once you're like kind of on the top part of the stairs and you're yeah. looking down at the bottom. Yeah, that's yeah, fun. For sure. yeah. Lots of great spots. Anyway. Lots to look forward to in the world of Destiny. Fran, thank you for stopping by. Yeah, man, let's get back on. I, you know, I want to get more into the. We got to talk about. I didn't get to talk about contest with you guys or mm-hmm. power per Ooh. hour and power per uh, hour. You know, the things are changing, and I'm. What do you have left to say about power per hour? The contest you didn't get we could. No, they finally. You know, we'll talk about it another time. <laughs> You're doing a good job now, man. Okay. I felt like yeah. a lot that the last it's wish. It's really close. Yeah, yeah. It's but really in other words. Close. Yeah. Let's all go back to what last September uh, with Forsaken or Andrea October. Andrea Renee in the center. It was a big moment on Fireteam Chat. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'd love to get get back to it and see how everyone feels now um, after doing. They, they changed a lot with contest. And, yeah. Well, um, we don't yeah. have to outro right now. I'll just say this: I think they are <laughs> change of plans. I everybody. think they are as close as they've ever been to finding that sweet spot yeah. for the power per hour thing. With contest, contest is the right move. Mm-hmm. I think they're still not quite in that healthy space for competing because it's like a six-hour window and then it's a, another twelve yeah. hours of gameplay. You healthy know? space. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah, think they'll do that again. It was rough. It was the, really really hard on me. The talk on Destiny Community podcast, which I forget who said it, Briar. But they brought up, they thought it was because of the Stadia announcement. Have you guys been offered this explanation? No. They no. thought, so actually, okay, let me ask you, this is really interesting. Uh, Briar or someone brought this up, they're like, I think because the Stadia announcement, they didn't want it getting in the way of the raid, and so they moved it up. What do you think? Oh. Do you think it was planned for a Friday? And they said, you know what, with E3, we got to move it Was the Stadia up. announcement on no, a Friday? They, it was Thursday, yeah. but it was still like interfering with it, potentially. They announced the timing 
too far in advance for that to be a consideration, I think. But what would be the difference? That's the big question. Why yeah. not just do it on Friday? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it, it is the first time we were talking a little bit about this, that they've announced something and had a piece of content launch a few days before E3. Because every other time, yeah. they're already promoting something, you know, or launching it right away to promote it for September. Yeah. So this, I mean, it's the reason why I didn't do it, because I was here prepping yeah. for E3. It's so. also just the first time, like, Destiny has had a content release so close to E3 yeah. that because Bungie is always you know they always come to E3 and bring whatever's coming yeah, in the year yeah. and so Season of Opulence was that first time that they've had something butting up against yeah. what they want to announce for it's, the later year. It's possible. It also could have been E3, but meaning I, I had the same reaction, Destiny. I was like, that's like a little too convenient. Yeah. Stadia was happening, but then I did that. You know, as I was talking, I you was did like, the Fran thing. Yeah, I was like, well, <laughs> actually, there might be something to it. But meaning, I do think that we'll probably see either the Friday or Friday after kind of return of the raid, but with contest. And yeah. you know, the biggest thing that I keep bringing up that I, I don't have a solution for. I love that it is so elite and it's an amazing competition. But that's who contest is for. It's about 100 teams and 600 people. Yeah. So you lose a player base that not, might go to millions now. Frankly, I think it's out there. You have to solve that because. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I know you can still raid, but like, can we have a competition that's not just for pro players? The power um, you I just, I'm not that good. I don't know. What to say. <laughs> the power you need to gain is right, perfect. Like 520 or 720 being the cap. I'm like, yeah. okay, I can get there, you know, throughout the raid progression. I think it should be on Friday but, though, and I think yeah. if they do that one change, they've hit the sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. I because, I, I still yeah. think that we're you see the difference just between. Pros and real life, and and that's what it's. I yeah. think regardless so, of what it is, if they launched the raid with the power cap or gave you a week, or gave you five days, the people who can invest the crazy amount of time, ten hours, will find a way to game a system. Teddy. Regardless of exactly Teddy and other people, they'll just find a way to game a system, and that's that is what I, Destiny is about. Yeah. So, but nobody did yes. this time because of contest. It solved a lot. It, it did solve a lot. There's and I no think, gaming the system, right? I no, mean, not really. Not. But it's like you had to put in a crazy amount of time, and there were strategies involved in that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think next season they're going to say last season 750, this season you start new. You can't like yeah. bake old stuff. That'd yeah, be yeah. nice oh, yeah, as well. Yeah. And I think you made a Sorry good point with the, within the context of Menagerie. It would be maybe cool to have something that you said, hey, the raid is going to launch in two hours. This is this new piece of content like Menagerie. You play that for two hours or the amount of time that you want, whatever it is, it's just going to open right after that and go. And and then it's a chance game still, or maybe you can do so many drops, or it's it's yeah, it's, it's all just like a you know because there's a lot of things that again people try to do to still maximize power, but they're closing raids and this, so they're trying to balance it within the context of what you know they're they're mm -hmm. offering. So it's really odd to do that when you could just say, hey, just the game if you want to power up, you play this activity. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I think they solved a lot of the power per hour going into it. Although I was already 700, so I. In other words, I am curious if you're 690 and you want to raid and do the whole thing, do you actually, do you need to get, you know, 715 first That's, to, to get through the whole thing? We started 715, 720, right? right? But everything Some was of capped. us were 720. Everything was capped. The, the beginning but in other words, raid. sorry, go ahead. Yeah, the, the beginning of the raid was capped, and then when you get to the final count, you're a counter, you're at, you're 720. Still capped. Yeah. At 720. But for a 735 encounter, a seven, you're 15 yeah. below. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It, that's what they've been making. Just like, for pretty much. So somebody was able to get 740 in the last encounter. It didn't matter. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but where I'm going with it is, let's say you good. enter the... That's okay, all. I did beat get it, good. it within, you know, it was like 30-some hours where we did it. <laughs> but the cap that's was what matters. off at that point. CJ, how many times have you been Yeah, exactly. Great? I'm not, I'm not exactly. judging. Listen, I already said. Yeah, okay. I'm just saying the cap was off at that point. So then you could have powered up outside of it. And it was noticeably different. It was. As soon as that 24 hours was up and you downloaded the patch, it's like, 
whoa, yeah. my shotguns hurt things. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> it was funny. We were in the, the last encounter. I didn't notice as big a jump because I just went from like, I was at 717, and then I barely made 720, 721. So I actually didn't feel a huge difference, mm -hmm. and it was so much about being coordinated. But the, the point I was trying to make is if you start the rate at 700, yeah. do you think you can finish it with the drops you get? Um, or are you going to have to go out and grind? I'm curious if it's, like, the, how does it feel right without, now? Without the cap, without, without the cap, cap yeah. right now, is it designed that you could go in the raid at 700 and actually make it out of there? Are you going to be like, boom, like, oof. All right, I'm going back to do menagerie. Exactly. You're going to hit that wall. Which is interesting, you know, when you think about it. Because, because in other words, it's still designed that you probably need to go in at 715, 720. You're going to be captain contest, but you'll probably be able to finish it as mm -hmm. long as you did your grind. Yeah. But when you look at that, it's still interesting. It, they, they got things to figure out is all I'm trying to point out. Even if you're getting lucky on drops in the raid, and you're at 700, there's still only, what, two or three drops yeah, in that raid? Yeah, there's not you enough know, to jump exactly, that amount of light. Right, right. So, you know, the PPH. <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot that we could probably get into, yeah. but we have to edit the show for posting. I tried. Don't forget, everybody, there is more after this. This is our live show interview with Bungie, but because Fran's here, uh, and thank you so much for coming back. Yeah, for having me. It's great to have you during E3. Yeah. Yeah. Because Fran's here, we're going to do an outro for this segment. So, until Fran's back next time, Guardians out! Welcome back to IGN Live at E3. You can't spell Destiny without Destin, and that's me, Destin Gary. <laughs> oh. We just learned that a ton of changes are coming to Destiny 2, starting with a new expansion, Shadowkeep, to discuss Destiny 2, New Light, and Shadowkeep. With us, please welcome my IGN colleague, CJ Gibson. What's up? And Raylene and Deej from Bungie. Hi, thanks for having us. Yeah. Join us, yeah. Hi, guys. Thank you for coming. So we have a lot of <laughs> Canadian questions. Canadian Mountie of Destiny, sorry. <laughs> I knew it was going to be something. Continue. Uh, we have a lot of questions. First up, uh, New Light. New Light is the free-to-play expansion. Yeah. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah. It's actually it's, it's cool because it's not an expansion. It's actually just the game. Yeah, it's not a new uh, like trial. It's just like... Um, now every player, whether you're an uh, old guardian or a new player, can come and check it out. So it is um, geared towards new players, but all everybody can enjoy it. And it is free, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a lot, of old, a lot of our content. So you can play through Red War campaign. You can play through uh, Curse of Osiris. And there's Warmind. Mm -hmm. um, it's all about breaking down those barriers to get um, you and your friends playing together faster. Awesome. Right, so yeah, it's really cool. So when you guys are making that decision, obviously, you know, there's a lot of free-to-play models out there. Um, we always had the discussion of, you know, maybe you could do PvP for free, or you know, you had the free weekend. Uh, what was the deciding factor in going? Okay, this is the stuff that we want to offer to players in this package. Yeah, I think it um, comes down to a lot of the vision of what we want for for Destiny. Um, as I said, like breaking down the barriers and having one big community, bringing in new players, um, and uh, just keeping people um, together and playing. So, nice. yeah. yeah. Probably the same, the same things that you were thinking about yeah. when you were speculating about that sort of thing. Like, wouldn't it be cool if Destiny just opened its doors and invited people to come in and try it? What if there was a free yeah. Crucible weekend? Or even things we've done in the past, like the Gambit free trial, right before we launched Forsaken last year, or even welcoming people on, uh, you know, Blizzard's Battle.net platform to come on and try Destiny for free. Those things have worked really well for us, and our community has responded well to new people showing up in the tower, 
Uh, you know, anytime you see somebody out in the wild running around with, you know, like a, a really low power score, you know, and like nothing in their collections, it's like it's a, it's a new person. Yeah. You know, I can I can show up and I can throw down my super and I can show them how cool my sparrow is. And that's really what the game is about. You know, those social connections, doing awesome things and being witnessed by other people who see you do them. Yeah. So we just want to expand the boundaries of the community. And like Raylene said, dropping the barriers is a huge theme for us dropping barriers between people who might not be members of our community yet, dropping barriers between people who are established in the community but might be playing on different platforms. Mm -hmm. We're opening it wide up and we're making it a lot more fluid this year. Yeah. And as I want to experience the Forsaken content with my new Guardian friends who have joined the World of Destiny, uh, how are they going to be able to access some of the Forsaken raids and such with, with me who's uh, bought all the expansions and everything? Yeah, so for Forsaken, actually for all players and all new light players you'll be able to experience all the destinations um, so you can go jump drop down there that includes uh, the dreaming city and tangled shore and even the moon right so you can jump down there and check it out um, and for those players that uh, want to have more uh, story and want to check out forsaken there'll be a separate pack available on on the store and so that'll that'll include the raids um, the two year two raids um, and the exotic quests as well as the campaign content yeah nice and uh, how have you figured out the pricing structure for their entry is it going to be like hey i want to go do this strike guys or mission that's on the moon it's gonna be like oh hold up gotta go to the store and uh, grab that quick and then you can join me on my adventure a lot of the a lot of the content uh will be accessible to all players so str all strikes in the in the strike playlist, cool. right? Nice. So when you jump um, as a as a new player, you'll play through the Cosmodrome. Is it uh, the old mission from D1, and we're yeah. revamping it? Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. yeah. So it's pretty exciting. That's, great. that's what I'm working on. It's really cool. <laughs> awesome. um, and that's about 10, 15 minutes long. And then when you're finished that, you grab a ship and you head straight to the tower. So when you're in the tower, you can start playing strikes, start playing Crucible, Gambit. Um, you can go jump down to the destinations as well. And so it, we're trying to make it really easy for you to start doing the things that your, that your friends are doing as well. Yeah. That's cool. I think um, what you mentioned there, just the, the moon, I think that was probably my favorite destination. Yeah, uh, mine we, too. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've heard just, you yeah. know, and seen little glimpses of it. Uh, what was it like, you know, revisiting the moon again and seeing some of those familiar locations, but then expanding upon them? Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It has um, some of that nostalgia. Mm -hmm. I, the moon's my favorite destination too. I think it, because it's so grounded to, yeah. you know, um, and it's also expanded a lot. So I know that the team is working on giving uh, new spaces within the moon and surprises for uh, players that have already experienced it. And then new light players have, it's going to be brand new to them, which is also pretty exciting. And Eris is back and she's one of my favorite characters. So I'm really excited to see what the team is doing with her and the stories that are going to be told. Um, and there's going to be what nightmares as well. So, sh so Eris is there and she's experienced these nightmares and you're there to help her get through them, you know, and, and try solving the problems and the mysteries of the moon. So yeah. one thing everybody seems really, really excited about, I know I am is cross save. Yes. So if I want to take my PC character and join my PlayStation friends and, and go through, I have a save on my PlayStation already. Am I going to have to pick one and then... You I'll, are going I'll to have to pick one. one. Yeah, this isn't a matter of merging together accounts. You're going to pick, you're going to pick your favorite child. Yeah. <laughs> <and> <laughs> Not <going> possible. To, <laughs> uh, right. And then you're going to duplicate that 
you know, account across different platforms. So uh, we'll have that workflow better defined and we'll invite you to participate in that later on, on Bungie.net. So you'll come to Bungie.net, you'll pick your primary account. These are my favorite guardians, it's possible. Well, Especially know. if you well, just have one warlock, was, life is so much well, easier. Well, it's a hundred <laughs> right? each. We'll yeah. get into it later. Uh, so you bring your Ark Warlock and your Soros Regime, which is really the best <laughs> way to play Destiny, and uh, then you can link different accounts together. So the cool thing about this is that progression is persistent. That sharing is ongoing. So if you are on PC, you go visit your PlayStation friends, and over on the PlayStation at that moment, you earn a new exotic that you've been really craving like the Soros regime, for instance. Mm -hmm. You can then jump back over to PC, jump back in with some of your friends over there and be like, look what I just got over on PlayStation. Because it's just, it's instantaneous. Yeah. It's not like just some like one-time transfer. Uh, it's ongoing. So as you move from platform to platform to platform, all that character growth is shared in all the places that you play. So As a more, community manager, yeah. I have been dreaming about this for years. <laughs> yeah. uh, I can move uh, you know, between all these different platforms. I mean, I'm going to have like a Stadia station right there at my desk at work and uh, just be able to play Destiny with any of the people in our community uh, and you know, hear what they're talking about in real time and not have to sort of regrind these characters up to a respectable level. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think it's the most yeah. exciting thing that people talk about at the studio is mm -hmm. this, right? Because like, oh man, I have, I have so many friends that play on PlayStation, but I, I play a PC so I can load it up at work easily. But I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, now I can finally play with some of my old old crew from back home. So yeah, that's cool. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And one passive benefit to this, you guys said no more platform exclusives. I'm very happy about that. It's more unification of the community, yeah. Yeah. right? And that's something I've always, that's really mattered to me. It's been really, really important. So thank you for that. Mm -hmm. uh, for We've sure. had that conversation on several occasions <laughs> yeah. prior E3, so I knew that you know, when, so sometimes we get a hold of the new news we get to deliver and we, and we can think about the people with whom that's going to land the most. And <laughs> I would be very happy about no more console exclusives, yeah. no more yeah. platform exclusives. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It is nice. I mean, you know, we, we've come into this at different points in time. We had PlayStation uh, 4 early on for us. Then we did switch over to PC. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's nice that we can play both. I mean, I, I play with my kids now, so, too. It's, uh, it's, it's really thank you very much for that. Um, I had a question, too, just about... Um, uh, you know, cross-play, obviously, is the next question. You know, you, mm -hmm. great, great, cross-save, cross-play. Is that a possibility? I know there's a lot of talk about a, a bunch of other people doing it. We'd love to see that in the future as well, too. Is that something you guys are maybe experimenting? Or mm. I know uh, Mark Noseworthy was down here at E3 with us earlier in the week and has since gone back to Bungie. We've got a lot of work to do. Uh, that's the work we're focused on right now. Uh, so cross-save is what we'll be delivering September 17th. Uh, as for what the future holds, I mean, obviously, our goals right now, you know, our mission as developers is to unite the community, mm -hmm. to drop those barriers. Crossplay could fit into that future. It's absolutely not something we would be able to forecast or announce at this time, but we certainly see the virtue, we see the benefit in it. We also mm -hmm. see a lot of hard work we would have to do mm -hmm. to get there. And uh, right now, our mission is to go to the moon. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. It looks great. Yeah, I have. Uh I have everything that I need on PC. I bought all the expenses and everything. And, and one question I have to ask, because everybody keeps asking me this, yeah. when I want to transition to Google Stadia or if I want to transition to Xbox where I don't own any of that stuff, does it need to be repurchased? And how are you uh, taking down those barriers to entry if it does? Uh, my, yeah. my understanding, you want me to take this one? You go for it. Okay. <laughs> uh, my understanding is that you do need to buy Destiny in the places where you want to play Destiny, mm -hmm. right? Now, there is new light. 
So if you want to go over and hang out on a different platform where you have some friends, New Light is available for install there. If you want to play some Crucible, if you want to play some Gambit, yep. uh, if you just want to free roam around some of the different destinations. But then as you drill down deeper into the player experience, there will come a time where you may need to repurchase Forsaken mm -hmm. or Shadowkeep or you know any of the other seasons that we'll be delivering after that point. The thing that we're doing with Destiny is we're allowing you to sort of meet the game where it, you know, satisfies you. You know, you've got the new light install. That's the free entry point to the game. Beyond that, there's no such thing as content complete anymore. There's no such thing as purchase criteria. Like, well, you can't own that unless you own all these other things that you might not want to experience. So you can buy an expansion. You can buy one active season at that moment. If you see something cool happening and then people in the Destiny community are jumping into something that you want to participate in, you can grab onto just one season without having to take a leap of faith on an entire annual pass in advance. Yeah, because before we had the, the annual pass and you had, you had to buy the whole package, right, for that. So we're saying that... Um, and instead of the leap of faith, be like, hey, you know, I jump, I jump in for, into New Light, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of liking this, and so I want to get on, on onto new, more rewards, and I want to experience more, and so you, you can buy the uh, season pass for I think ten dollars on the store, um, and also before um, New Light, and if you wanted to purchase Forsaken, there was also the monetary limitations. You're like, oh, how do I just jump in? Yeah. You know, I'd be like, oh, actually, you have to get this and this and this before you can jump. And then play, you know, tens of hours of campaign content to jump in and play with your friends, right? So. Yeah, I mean, I think that was my biggest thing with mm -hmm. Forsaken. Obviously, great content. Yeah. It was difficult to tell people how to play it, in a way, because of the way Warmind sure. and Osiris fit yeah. into that equation. So knowing that, moving forward, is your guys' plan to potentially, you know, have a little bit of a season pass at a later date or to do releases maybe like once per quarter or something like that? Mm. Or has that been discussed? Yeah, I think for this year it's uh, um, seasonal content, so, so there'll be one per season for $10. Um, I don't think we're past past this year, 2019. I don't think we've announced anything No, we're past talking that, about right? so. one year of Destiny <laughs> right now. Yeah, and it's a crazy want, year. Yeah. Now, for hardcore players like yourselves, you know, we do have a digital deluxe edition of Shadowkeep. Yep. That gets you Shadowkeep, the season in which Shadowkeep occurs, and the three seasons that will follow. So you can buy a year of Destiny content that's contained in the digital deluxe edition. If you just want to play Shadowkeep and see where life takes you, if you're uh, you know, a more casual Destiny player out there in the world... Uh, and then later on, if you find the seasons compelling, uh, you're not missing out on anything. You can just pluck one season off the tree and enjoy it for what it is without having to invest in all of them in advance. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, everyone. I don't need an excuse to play more Destiny, but I'll take it. <laughs> Speaking of Destiny, if you're a Destiny fan, stay right where you are, because coming up next, we got a very special E3 episode of Fireteam Chat, IGN's Destiny show. That's happening right after this. Then we've got Ancestors, the Humankind Odyssey, followed by Oddworld Soulstorm. Before we finish off day four of our coverage with a very special E3 Unlocked featuring Kumail Nanjiani from Silicon Valley, The Big Sick, and so much more. Don't go anywhere. E3 coverage continues right after this.
Welcome back to IGN Live at E3. Every week, IGN's Fireteam Chat promises to bring Destiny fans the hottest Destiny news. Why? Because Destiny kicks ass all year round, and E3 is no different. Here to help me break down all the new Destiny E3 news is the only other person at IGN who has played as much as me, CJ Gibson. What's up? Joining us today is Scott Taylor. Hi. And David Digg. Good to see you, sir. Also joining us, Spider-Man. He's here. Right there. Spider-Man. He's far from home on the IGN there. The Fireteam Chat sponsored by <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> Not a playable well, character. Absolutely. Not a playable character. <laughs> Not a playable character in Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. Nope. <laughs> Good call out. Good call out. Yet. This isn't live, right? It's no. It's live it's tape, which is pretty live. much we're screwed at. Uh, this is going to be great. We have tons of Destiny questions Why to get to. Why is there a crowd to. out there? What's tons going? of Destiny questions to get to. Yeah. Uh, let's start with... One of CJ's notes. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> what happened? Well, okay, listen. Oh, is this because in. you're the host now? I'll take it in. All right. All right. Uh, fatalities. You guys have brought, fatalities. Uh, yeah, you guys have brought that to Destiny. Uh -huh. Finishing moves, yeah. you call them. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, how does, that, how does that work now? You you kind of, you know, it's been stuff in the Vidoc where people are meleeing people. You're seeing ogres flip yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, right here. What, what are we looking at? And how do we actually use this new, yeah. this new finishing move? When you have one of these finishing moves and you're close to one of the enemies, you can you can engage that. And so we've, I think we only show a couple of them in the, in the Vidoc here that you're looking at. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to have more to talk about with finishing moves as the summer goes on. Nice. Is yeah. it going to be something where you have the ability to pick the one you equip, or is it per character or class ability, or have you I think, uh, I think I think we are announcing all that stuff later. I don't oh. think we've gotten into detail. It was a little tease and taste there. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh. Another one of those things we're doing to let you customize your character. Yeah. So it truly feels like you. Think of it almost like a combat emote. So this is an opportunity for you to decide how your character fights. It's an opportunity for you to add a little bit of real-time action flair. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll show you all about new ways we're doing character customization. We'll go behind the scenes, uh, you know, the UI, the mm -hmm. UX. Okay. We'll show you the people who've been working on that stuff. But, uh, you know, it's almost staggering to think of the amount of media that we released last week, you know, between <laughs> yeah, a lot. the big week. Of Opulence trailer yeah. and all the stuff that we did for TuneIn for the reveal and the real reveal itself. So our heads are still kind of spinning with what all did, the announcements. You guys are, made. you guys like Destiny. I mean, yeah, right? we play, yeah, we play. And Spider-Man. Yeah. Do you guys, what did <laughs> one of us finished the new raid. Oh, there it is. I was, <laughs> I, let's see, two minutes, okay, Shots I was fired. waiting how <laughs> yeah. long that well, was going to take. Look, it doesn't even need to be said at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows, right? Uh, what did you guys think of the announcement as fans? Like, we, we announced a ton of stuff. Were you guys expecting that kind of I I literally texted CJ and I'm like, CJ, I'm not kidding. They're fixing almost everything. <laughs> what were the things this you what, what, so like? What the, the, the cross save is fantastic. Yeah, that's good. No more console exclusives. The fact yeah. that you're adding a free-to-play entry point. Yes. Yeah. You know that's really great. That's going to bring in more guardians. Yeah, we're hoping. Yeah. I think I think overall this is going to bolster the player base on all platforms. I remember. Yeah. It's funny because a lot of these things are questions that I remember through the years you asking about. Mm -hmm. And so it is kind of nice. Like you know, we play the game. We want. We've, we're excited with this uh, this new era of Destiny 2 to to really make a game that we're super excited about as players. Yeah. Uh, and then, so it's good. If you, it's good if you like it. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm very happy. Uh, during E3, there's been a lot of talk about Destiny 2. Real quick, I'm just wondering, yeah. will there someday be a Destiny 3? Well, right now, I will tell you, the things that we're focused you know, on as a studio is Destiny 2, Shadowkeep, yeah. um, and then those seasons. Like, because if you see, we're, we're kind of changing how the season model's working, where you have these a la carte seasons. If you opt into something cool, so if you, you can just buy it and get that part of it. You don't have to like, you know, sign up for a whole year right away. 
So right now the studio is all head down. If I was to open up my email and look at it, it's all like Shadow Keep season eight, nine. That that's kind of like what's what's right in front of us right now. Okay. And right. with Shadow Keep, yeah. we're going back to the moon. Oh yeah. Tell us about this space. How has it evolved from Destiny 1? What's different? Yeah, I mean, one of the things about Destiny that we like is your, your character's progressing and also that those worlds that you're in and those places are, are moving forward. So um, it's a mystery, right? Like, you're going back to the moon. Uh, Eris is there. Something's happened. There's new spaces. There's some familiar spaces. There's some, there's, uh, uh, we're playing with kind of a like, psychological horror type thing, and the moon works really well for that. So yeah, yeah. when we look at uh, all of Destiny 1 and Destiny 2, all these great locations, we want to kind of take that, all those great places and evolve them forward and tell stories about them. I think it's really powerful when you see something that you remember fondly from you know, three years ago and you see how it's, something's happened, like they've, something new has been cropped up there, what, and then you want to know why. And so we think that's something that Destiny can do really well. And the moon's just cool. The moon's like a place you can look up in the sky and see, and so it's super relatable, and, and we all kind of have our vision of what the moon is. And now uh, we're going to see what, what's going on in D2's moon. And, and Eris is back. I mean, one of the yeah. things that, um, you know, we were talking about at the end of Taken King, we just kind of disappeared for a little while there. So we're like, you know, when is it going to be time for her to come back? And getting a chance to see her in the latest, um, you know, Vidoc that you guys did uh, yeah. was super cool. Now, I have a question. Sure. It's kind of part, in, you know, in the background a little bit with the, uh, the main three. Kate is no longer in the mix. So Kate's how, how's Kate. that going to? I already Last know, year, you guys in both Forsaken, Kate died. Yeah, Kate's hurt dead. Me. You Kate's guys dead. both said that he's dead. He's still dead. He is still dead. Hoping maybe he comes back in a nightmare. Or, or you want him to come in a nightmare? Well, I don't know. What I do you want to like do? I feel, <laughs> I feel like it might be something. CJ wants to pull the trigger. I you wanna, want you want to <laughs> kill Cade? I want Cade to potentially come back in some kind of maybe vision to assist me. Oh, okay. This you is, know, exactly. And yeah, maybe, that's, that's what you want. Yeah, and maybe this Eris is, is there. Yeah, that's what know. happens in your nightmares. You meet oh. a bunch of yeah, friends. friends and they, they help you fight evil. <laughs> yeah. I'm just right, saying, well, you yeah. had some nightmares. Kate's going to be there to save me. a nightmare last night. Right? My favorite character was there, and he had no. <laughs> there's no. There's no weird Canadian version <laughs> of Destiny well, 2 listen, that lets you do you, these you strange things know. that you're know. interested in. You never know. I don't know. There's no new Cade. But, I mean, Eris, like the story with Eris and Cade, because they were also close. I mean, they were part of the Take King story. So, you know, are we going to see maybe uh, a little bit of how that plays out with her. Well, I mean, the thing I'll tell you is that there's, you know, whenever Eris is around, you can expect, like, some weird, cool stuff to happen. And so it's, it's definitely going to be mysterious. Uh, I'm not going to tell you. You don't. Here's the thing. You're asking these questions. Do you really <laughs> want me to tell you the story I of mean, the thing? You don't really okay, want that. Fine, Scott, fine. I see you, the things like, I don't want to. Don't tell us right, too much in the trailers. Right, you just fair. literally just ask me to tell you the story. <laughs> I'm not, not going to do that. Okay. You, talk, right, you talk a lot about like evolving spaces. You started this mm -hmm. with a dreaming city and you yeah. have these little vignettes from the queen that we could revisit yeah. every week. Is Eris going to be our, our point of narrative delivery for those vignettes? Eris is the, the main character in Shadowkeep. And we yeah. do. I mean, it's good that you keyed in on that. Like, with Forsaken, we tried some things like that we never done before, the evolving yeah. the destination, and, and we liked that. We thought, you know, both as players and developers, we thought that was a really cool thing that the Destiny could do in a very unique way. And so, um, while I'm not going to go super into detail there, I, I think when you look at the moon, you're going to see the influences of the Dreaming City and, and that kind of progressive uh, storytelling, because it's, it's just it's super interesting to be able to... I think, I think people were surprised uh, with the Queen, you know, going in and seeing, like, oh my god, this is keeps, keeps going, and so mm -hmm. we, liked, we liked that feel. Uh, of earning your way to, to some cool story content. As long as I don't have to play blind well to get it, I'm good. What? Oh. <laughs> I'm good on blind well. I had <laughs> no. to do so much to get all the, all the queen. There's Scrota. It's, it's, uh, well. it's great seeing um, some of those things again. We, we're running, we got like 60 seconds. What? So I'm going to do a we're little bit of a rapid fire thing. <laughs> uh, 
One thing that nobody is really discussing right now is uh, some of the stuff that we still have challenges with as core players. My sure. vault space is too full. Uh, infusion cores are still an issue. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to be addressing those with Shadowkeep in any way? You got anything? Yeah, I don't know. No, I got nothing on that. I know that uh, the yeah. systems team is always taking a look at these things. Expansions are an opportunity for us to update those systems. Uh, you know, I think from the beginning of a season to the delivery of an expansion, but community should keep talking about where their pain points are because, to yeah. your point, sometimes when we have a reveal, you can look at the person <laughs> next to you and say, they fixed everything. So this is a conversation. That conversation yes. will be Almost ongoing. everything. Exactly. Oh. You said it. I was just <laughs> quoting you. I thought it was very quotable. <laughs> that almost is everything. Yeah, There's exactly. always challenges, yes, Ligari right? That you're, you're Raves, they fixed well, everything. I mean, the reason we say it's like a conversation between our developers and, and our fans is it is. And um, if you look at how far you know Destiny 2 has come since it launched, I think you can see that we're always looking to to do that work. And we're also it's really important to us that we have a really healthy team and that they're you know able to take time off and and uh, work a reasonable rate. And so one of the things that we try to do is balance all those those requests that we have with that, that team health. That's important to us. I'm being told I have to wrap it up. I have to what? ask one last question. Yeah. Transmogrification, am I going to need materials enabled to enable those? Oh boy, that seems yeah. like a little, the kind of detail that we're going to unpack. I, mean, okay. I don't think we've used that word, by I was going to say, you so you're trying, you're doing that. the, for people who don't know, that's a good journalist trick. Yeah. Like you just state it as a yeah. fact, but no, we have not used that word. Character we'll talk more about how armor is evolving. We yeah, don't call it transmog. Yes. Stay tuned. Yeah, stay ah, tuned. But do, ah, uh, yeah, that's it, that's it. Got it, well thank you guys so much. Thank you everyone. Wait, we don't get to save fire team. We don't get to see guardians out. <laughs> oh no! Uh -oh. We'll just do it. Here we go. You, you want to do it anyway? <laughs> yes. All right. All right. It's gonna be awkward. Guardians, guardians out. out. What you got? Thanks do? everyone. Be sure to check out fire team chat every week on IGN. Right. We've got tons more E3 coverage coming up right after this. We're checking out Ancestors: The Humankind Odyssey, a game about ancient apes who learn to make fire as a team just by chatting with each other. We'll be oh, right wow. back. Yeah. So anyways, yes, Fran, it was great to have you. This is a little outro for our E3 episode. Also as well, shout out to Steven and Click. Gary was around. Uh, and uh, some imaginary friend that we have also is floating around here somewhere. His name is Cut. Teddy. Oh, there he is. There he is. <laughs> There's Teddy. Teddy. Legend. Teddy is... Uh, I exist. He's always around for E3s. Hey, come on this side with the winners. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, oh wow. wow. He was on the radar. Right right yeah, you know, yeah, listen, so. Teddy, Teddy, invitation revoked. Invitation oh, revoked. Come on here, you guys let me in, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Congratulations, uh, by the way. Didn't thanks, get to officially say it on the show, I don't think I realize. Yeah, yeah. I, I swapped a hunter. Oh, yeah, yeah. did you? After watching <laughs> it me. It was very helpful. You the had right to get move. those France yeah. strats. Yeah. The right move. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, 
Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.